So I want to talk to you about something that's really been on my mind uh, uh, lately. I'm, uh, I, I told you a few weeks ago I was reading a book that's uh, really affecting me. It's called uh, Converging Destinies. It's written by uh, Rabbi Stuart Dowerman. And essentially it's a book about how the people of God need to come together. It's a book about unity, but about facing the realities of our relationships and our responsibility in the world, who we want to be. Uh, that's how I'm interpreting it. Let me see if I can get this thing to work. One of these buttons works, doesn't it? How do you turn this thing green? It's green. Okay. So I wanted to start off by taking a look at something that we should all be familiar with, or Americans. Because this also tells us something about who we want to be as a people, right? So this is the preamble to the Constitution of the United States. And I, when I think about it, I think it was written by our founding fathers as a statement of what we hope one day we will be. Not necessarily what we were at the time, but certainly the, pro, the trajectory upon which we wanted to set ourselves as a people. And today's uh, sermon is not a commentary on whether or not we're closer or further away from that today. That has not, nothing to do with what I want to say. I wanted to use it simply as an example of how we are to set an example. Sometimes we just forget about these things. You know, that, uh, as an American, how many of us ever, you know, contemplate the preamble to the Constitution, you know? Uh, if we even know it, if we even, if, if you even ever read it, <laughs> you know? Um, but it does tell us something about who we hope to be as a people. And I was thinking, what is there in the Gospels, for instance, which would state something similar to us, you know, about what we want to be and could and how are we doing relative to that statement of what we want to be? And uh, it may surprise you what I've chosen as the scripture, but I think it's essential for us where we are right now, particularly as a congregation and frankly as a movement. Uh, and it's this one. You'll also be familiar with it. The Great Commission of Messiah Yeshua. It's what is called the Great Commission. This is a portion from Matthew chapter 28. The last two, the last three verses, excuse me, that Messiah Yeshua utters to his disciples, at least in the book of Matthew. And I'm sure you're all familiar with it, but I think it, it's uh, worthwhile reading again uh, to remind us of what I think we want to be as a people, as individuals, as a group here and as uh, all the people of God. And it says, And Yeshua came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, 
I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's who we're supposed to be. So here's a quote from a man named Graham Scroggie, who's a theological writer. He says, too many believers live on the right side of the resurrection, but the wrong side of Shavuot. The right side of pardon, but the wrong side of power. The right side of forgiveness, but the wrong side of fellowship. They're out of Egypt, but have not reached the land of promise and blessing. They're wandering about in the wilderness of frustration and dissatisfaction. And I tend to think that that's true, generally speaking, particularly in relation to, to what I just read you in the, in, the, in the Great Commission, because we don't realize who we are. It's sort of like, you know, the, how I feel about the constant, you know, our Constitution. We're doing, it's a magnificent statement of what we should be, but as human beings, as ordinary folks, we sometimes fail to realize all that we have as, just as Americans. How much more so as those who are the children of God. And so I wanted to have a discussion this morning about what is it that Messiah Yeshua is asking of us in this great commission that would help us to be more like who we're supposed to be. So let's take a look at it together. If we could, we could just unpack it just a little bit and see if we, there's something we can find in there that would help us to be more like what he intends for us to be. The first thing he tells us, he says, is that all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. In other words, that he is the one to whom we answer and this is the source of the authority that we have. Do you know that you have any authority in this world at all? Or are you just living as if you have no power whatsoever? See, I think we need to figure it out that God has given us all his authority to go out and do things that he's commanded us to do. Now, not to do anything. I think sometimes we get lost in that. But to do the things for, from, that he has commanded us to do. The things he's saying, that, the amount of authority he is granting to each one of us. And I want you to know, I want, to, I want to feel that power. Don't you? Well, the only way to do it is to do it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the only way to ever recognize what you have is to go out and do it instead of dreaming about what it might be. You know, to go out and, you know, I'll, I'll share something that happened just last evening. I we had some friends over who are, you know, they're wonderful people. I love them. And uh, they're not believers, particularly. And, uh, but they are very, uh, you know, political activists and liberal, more on the liberal end of life. We got into a discussion about the affairs of the day. And I said, gentlemen, the problem is not politics. The problem is the, Holy, is the Spirit of God, is not involved in this world. 
that we live under a spirit of delusion and so nobody can answer our, can really answer the problems. So we can play politics all we want, but that will never provide the real answer. The answer is, is because the authority belongs to Yeshua. And that authority he has granted to us to make a change in the world. What we need to do is, I, I, need to, I spent the next half hour trying to convince them that the answer was God. Because that's the answer. And we need to share that with as many people as we possibly can. That the answer to the problems, everything is so frustrating in, the, in, in our country today. Everybody feels it. Come on. doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on. We're frustrated. We can't even talk to one another. It's absurd. It's an absurd thing. But, I, but brothers and sisters, I declare to you that is a demonic spirit that is in this world right now that is preventing that discussion from going on. This has nothing to do with money or politics. This has something to do with powers and principalities that have overcome us. And the only way we can overthrow that is by declaring the authority of Messiah Yeshua wherever we go and taking control of the situation, control of the dialogue. The answer will not be found in whether or not you vote Republican or Democrat. The, the answer will be found when you speak Yeshua, when you speak God's will, when you speak God's word, that will make a difference. That's the authority that we have, and we have to begin to exercise it with power and without shame. And that means to everybody, especially for us, to the Jewish people. So I want to encourage us to have guts when we go out into this world and discuss things with our neighbors, our friends, the people we meet on the street. To take up the authority of Messiah Yeshua the way he declared it. I have all authority has been given to me. And I, guess what? I'm laying a little bit of it out to you. Secondly, he tells us that we have a task the task is to make disciples. Go, for, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. To make disciples, to make people, Talmudim. Now that's an interesting word. It means to study, basically. Talmud means to study, or someone who studies. But that means that you're, you're a learner and a teacher. So in other words, to be able to teach, you need to be a learner too. Right? Gene and I are participating every week in a, in a community of learners. Right? We have a teacher, but Rob Carl learns from us too. It's a back and forth discussing the Word of God. And we learn things from each other, hopefully. Not just one guy sitting up there telling everybody else what to do. No, we're teaching each other, and we're teaching each other in other ways than simply here are hear the rules, learn the rules, follow the rules. For instance, in this book, Converging De uh, Destinies, Rabbi Dowerman says this, he says, it's crucial to liberate the term mission, which is what we think about whenever we think of this great, the Great Commission, we think about missions, you know, going out into the world and converting people. It's crucial to liberate the term mission from its imprisonment in a narrow sense of having a religious message. 
Mission involves not only what we are sent to do, but also who we are sent to be. I don't know if we often think about it in those terms. We think about, you know, we want to tell people, they, because people need to know about the truth of God's word. They need to know it, right? So you're going to be the one who's delivering it because you're so smart and so wise and you've got so much of this book memorized that you can just lay it on them, right? As if that would ever help anybody anywhere, anytime. It might if your life were a reflection of it. And that's what I think Rabbi Dowerman is driving at. He's talking about, what are we? Are you? So here's the big question. Are you a disciple of Messiah Yeshua? Can you say that with accuracy and truth and feel good about it? Can you look at yourself in the mirror and say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, I am a disciple of Yeshua? That means you're a learner. That means you are an emulator. That means you're one who carries his name in there with some sense of honor and respect. If you can't say that, you have a long way to go. Because until you're a disciple yourself, you're on the wrong side of this equation, just like you might be on the right side of resurrection, but the wrong side of Shavuot. See? We can't call ourselves true disciples of Messiah, of Messiah Yeshua unless we are doing the work of discipling, of being disciples, of being those who learn, who, who begin to understand and then begin to live out the message, that we become the message of Messiah. That's the way it will be most effective. If we can show people what it means to live in power. And I think that that's one of our weaknesses, not just here, but in the whole body of Messiah. That we live, you know, we're, the, we're this sky down here where it says, they're out of Egypt, but have not reached the land of promise and blessing. They're wandering about the wilderness of frustration and dissatisfaction. Right? Just like our ancestors wandered for 38 years in the wilderness when they should have been in the land because it's 11 days from where the, to, to, to Kadesh Barnea, right? 11 days journey from Kadesh Barnea. But you wandered for 38 years. You're still the people of God, still beloved of the Lord. You heard the story that Jared told today. Even after all that rebellion, God still loved the people. Even after they chose, Samuel, chose Saul for their king, God said they were still beloved. We can be the beloved of God, and if that's all we're supposed to be, mazel tov, enjoy your life. May you never have any problems, you know. But that's not all we were meant to be. We were meant to live out the life of God in power before other people, as an example to other people, so that they can change their mind. Because listen, I can argue with my friends last night all I want. In the end, what's going to change them is me, not my words. Besides, I agree with them with most of the stuff that they have, they're complaining about. No, they just don't believe that I'm right about the source of the problem. 
You know, we have to live it out. And that means living it out in power. That means, you know, being bold. Standing up in front of people and saying, I have an answer that will work. All we have to do is do it. Let's do it together. By the way, that's a lesson for all of us about the climate in our, of our own day. And this is one of the things I did tell my friends last night. I said, you know, it's, it's crazy. We cannot, people on the opposite sides of the issues in this country cannot even speak to one another. There's no way you could ever come together if we can't speak to one another about it. If you can't have a discussion, if we all just hide in our own little camps. So we should be examples of people who are willing to listen to those who might disagree with us. And remember where the true answer comes from. That it comes from Messiah Yeshua. So he tells us, listen, I'm telling you what you need to do. You need to go out there and make disciples of all the nations. Teaching them, as they say, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. You know, that's a big deal, by the way. Have you ever thought about that? For, just think about that for a moment. You're going to teach them everything that I told you. Wow, that's a whole lot of stuff. In other words, I can't do that by myself because I don't, probably don't have it all, all the commandments of, the, of Messiah. How many of you can name 20 of them? Come on, let's go. 20, just give me 20. Because they allow a whole lot more than that. Well, the point is, is that we need to be about the business of the kingdom day after day after day. Helping people to understand the truth about who Messiah Yeshua is and how his words have the answer to our issues today. But we need boldness. We need guts. We need to wor not worry about rejection. We need to not worry about uh, falling down. We need to be able to stand up and speak to everybody and say, there is an answer for the woes of this world. And don't let anybody kid you that they think they have a good answer that's working. Because if that were true, seven and a half billion people in the world wouldn't be miserable. So there is an answer if we'll only turn to the one who has it. That means we have to be disciples. Are you a disciple? And if you're not, what are you going to do about it? If you're not, you have no business being here. You have no business being in the kingdom. Really. That's what we're supposed to be, learners, people who know the Lord and know how to convey that, teach others. A great friend of mine told me, a disciple is a person who can make a disciple who can make a disciple, right? You've got to be able to perpetuate yourself. You've got to be able to uh, multiply what you are. And that's what we need to be doing. We, need to, we really need to be about this business. And don't tell me you're too old, too many kids, too, too little energy. My wife isn't in on it. My husband isn't in on it. Nope, forget it. It's not about any of those things. It's about you. It's about the decision you're going to make. So we have a task. And we need to get about doing it if we want to save the world. 
Finally, he says something else that should be a comfort to all of us. We're not doing it alone. We're not doing it alone. He says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You don't have to do it strictly in your own power, by your own charisma. Maybe you don't think you're all that wonderful. But who says you have to be? All you have to do is be willing to believe that Messiah Yeshua is with you. Then we, then we can go out and change the world. So I don't want to sit around anymore. I'm tired of sitting around, waiting for something to happen for our congregation, for instance, you know, like people to beat down the doors or anything like that, because it's not going to happen. There's a whole world out there that's on the wrong side of the resurrection. They need us to find them because they're lying in the street, walking around like zombies. And only the Messiah Yeshua can bring them back to life. And since he's given us that authority, we should go out and take it. So I want to challenge you today. Because the Messiah is always with us. His power is our power. His authority is our authority. His word is our word. His command is ours to command. What do you say? Do we go out and live out the meaning of our existence? Or do we just wander forever in the desert? I want to encourage you. Take up the word. Become a disciple. And become a disciple maker. Let's pray. Lord God, in the name of Yeshua. You've given us all authority because of his and have presented all the nations to us. I want to pray especially for our people Israel and for this whole community of New England, which, boy, oh boy, is it dry land, a desert. But it can become of living, a stream of living water if God's people will rise up. Take up the banner that you have given us, the authority and the power and your presence and bring it into the world. Give us that spirit. Energize us. Make us hopeful. And then give us the gumption to go out and to do it, Lord. If you do, the world will change. And we look forward to that, Lord. Help us to do it with you. We pray. Amen.